Hello, welcome to Experience the World, the Eyes and Go Travel Podcast. Thank you for listening, and if you have been listening throughout the year to our other episodes, then we really do appreciate it. In this episode, episode nine, we talk to one of our freelancers, um, Sasha Selkirk. Um, you can read her uh, excellent posts on our website, The Guidebook. But in this episode, she talks about her road trip in the, the western side of the US. So um, if that is a place where you are thinking of going or hoping to return to, then I am sure you are going to really appreciate listening to this episode. So over to Gavin and to Sasha who are sitting outside St Paul's Cathedral. All the bells are ringing. Hello, it's we're back. My name's Gavin and today on Experience the World, the Eyes and Go Travel Podcast, we have a special guest and that guest is Sasha Selkirk. Hello Sasha. Hi there. How are we doing? Really good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. It's the end of, anyway, it's a Friday afternoon, so that's always a good time. Yeah. Um, and I'll say the bells of St Paul's are ringing. So do you want to describe where we are? Uh, we're sitting in a courtyard just outside the main entrance to St Paul's after I eventually found it an hour or so down the line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, being, being good travel people we got lost or we failed to tell each other where we really were. It just shows me how dependent I am on Google Maps. but <laughs> It got us there in the end though. Yeah. So we should say um, Sasha is one of our freelancers and you can read lots of her really good articles on the guidebook, the Eyes and Go blog. And she has very kindly come along all the way from Wales. <laughs> Far afield, exotic climbs. Yeah, we could say just for this, but you, you're here for <laughs> other reasons. Um, to um, talk to us about some of her adventures, because she has travelled the world, I would say. Yeah, just to a couple of continents. Yeah, so she hasn't just stayed in the Welsh valleys. Although I do like to always come back to them. Nothing yeah. beats a good hike in, in the Brecon Beacons. I'm sure. Um, maybe we'll do that another day. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that one. Um, so, yeah, Sasha, I mean, do you want to just give us a quick background to your travel adventures, what you've done so far? Um, well, so I guess I was pretty lucky in that I went on sort of holidays in the summer with my family growing up. And then the first time I sort of went on my solo traveling adventure was when I was 18. Decided I didn't want to sort of go straight to university and went away to Australia and Southeast Asia in sort of typical British student style. Um, and then ever since then I've sort of used every spare moment and spare penny I have to get away whether it's sort of uh, in uni summer holidays traveling to Nepal for a few months or going out to live in China for a few months I've lived in Australia um, and I've also traveled around Latin America and uh, North America as well mm. so in the in the first episode because we're gonna do two Okay. Um, we're going to talk to you about your North America adventures. Lovely. And in the second 
uh, episode, we're going to talk about your South American adventures. You say that now, you might get bored of my ramblings. Oh, we won't. <laughs> Trust me. If people could listen to me rambling on, I'm sure you are doing perfectly fine. Um, so let's talk then about America. What what attracted you to go and visit in the first place? <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely nothing. And I say that entirely seriously. I always have had friends who went to America. I even after I graduated uni, my two best friends went to travel there. And I said, you know what? No, it, it's not for me. It's too sort of westernized. It's too similar to here. And it wasn't ever something that had hugely been on my bucket list until I started doing a bit of climbing, um, actually just in, in London whilst I was working over here. And suddenly the free solo film came out and I was seeing all these amazing images of Yosemite and the national parks out there. And I realized that actually there's probably a bit more to America than uh, sort of huge McDonald's chains and Starbucks on every corner. <laughs> Wow. So, where was your first port of call when you went over there? My first port of call was uh, Chicago, but only to sort of fly into the airport. And after that, I went straight to a summer camp in Michigan, where I worked as a climbing instructor over the summer. Okay. Was that so? That's quite a popular thing to do, isn't it, for young people, yeah. university students, the summer camps in America. Yeah, exactly. I would say probably half of the staff there were Brits. Um, yeah, mainly Irish or, or English. So you had a good time? Yeah, it was incredible. It was, it was such a change, first of all, to go from having been sort of working in an office in, in the UK to working outdoors on this gorgeous lake in the blazing heat pretty much every day. Um, but it was also just kind of a surprising culture shock as well in that I thought the US would be exactly the same as here you know we sit in all the movies um, we eat pretty similar foods uh, but no I was even just driving away from the airport on day one seeing the freeways and how huge they are and all these monster vehicles on the road that would dwarf half of the cars in, in England um, but yeah it was it was incredible yeah so so it's probably quite surprising isn't it isn't it that there is this culture shock even though we we feel we know it so well yeah and i think for the majority of the summer as well i always put that down to um to sort of being on a summer camp and i'm like oh you know all americans they're just as preppy as the shows like depict them to be and then i had to remind myself you know you're on you're on a summer camp um but then couple of months later when I left the summer camp and started traveling around sort of the real US no I, I think that's just America full stop <laughs> <laughs> so then where did you end up traveling to um, I'm not a forward planner ever mm-hmm. in life so my friend had come out to visit me in Chicago uh, after I finished uh, my job and I was arming and ahhing with him, like, oh, where should I go after this? He was just there for the weekend. And I sort of was like, I'm only here once, potentially. Let's fly over to the West Coast. I had a couple of friends who were going there, so I just hopped on a flight. I think I booked it for less than 48 hours later. Wow. Um, and from there, we crisscrossed around 
pretty much everywhere. It was a horrendous route. Probably don't recommend it, but it was awesome. It was awesome. What What did you enjoy most about it? Um, oh, that's tricky. I would say probably the scenery. Um, that sounds super cliche and cheesy, but I am a really, really outdoorsy person. I love a good hike. I love like clambering around, getting like into all the lakes, getting to see some of the wildlife, that sort of thing. And for me, because we had such a whistle-stop tour, we saw glimpses of probably the most beautiful areas. We went into the Rockies, we went into Yosemite, even sort of the dusty desert landscapes were were insane. I thought I'd seen all of that in Australia, you know, seeing sort of the the desert there going up the west coast but not to this level we'd be driving for eight hours be anxiously looking for a gas station and it was just beautiful these I don't even know how to describe these rock formations that aren't anything special they're not a tourist site no one's stopping to look at them Mm. you're like this is amazing we've got to get out here take a picture go have an explore often it's the the simple things that are the best. Yeah. Well, not even or, simple. Or They're just, they just—they have the, uh, too many amazing things. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just don't put them on the map. So, so which um, which cities did you visit on that on that journey? Um. So we ended up in Las Vegas, uh, <laughs> which was good fun. Uh, we also went to San Francisco. Um, which is definitely out of all the cities I saw the the one which I could actually envision myself living and being insanely happy in. Why is that? Have you been? I've not. You've not? I've not been to the West Coast. Um, I think it's because it has something for everyone. The two girls I was traveling with, all three of us had very different interests. They rolled their eyes every time I wanted to sort of go and walk along another pier or something like that and for me it had all of the hiking all of the walking about beautiful houses this dramatic sort of terrain um if you've ever seen mrs doubtfire Mm -hmm. it just it's like that the really steep insane roads Uh, getting up everywhere um it obviously has alcatraz which i didn't get to visit unfortunately um some amazing museums cool sort of nightlife as well um, and it was sort of our stop right before Yosemite, which is probably my favourite place. A lot of people like yeah. say that. It's it's not overrated. It definitely lives up to it. Mm. Okay, so Chicago, Vegas, San Francisco, Ooh, LA as well. LA, yeah, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they all very different? Yeah, they are, but I guess sort of to talk about Los Angeles, you can't really describe it as being one specific type of LA. You have sort of the like seedier side, which is I guess Venice Beach area, and then you have uh, the the Hollywood area as well, which is I guess kind of like going to sort of theatre area around in London to West End and then you have LA which is just in my opinion insanely cool that's where we stayed uh, with one of my friends who's this 
gorgeous, gorgeous actress, and she showed us around to all the the cool little bars and gave us a bit of an insight into the nightlife. Right. Okay. So being with a local enhances. Always. Experience. Always, yeah. Without a doubt. So where did you go anywhere after uh, LA then? Or was that the end of that journey? Uh, Las Vegas was the end of the journey, which makes no sense. But we flew into Las Vegas. Yeah. We went to the Grand Canyon. We yeah. went all the way west um, to go sort of towards Colorado uh, to see the Rockies there. Um and then we went down to Arizona and New Mexico as well and then looped back on ourselves up the coast and then back down uh, to Las Vegas at the end. Right. That is quite an unusual route. Yeah, it, it made no sense. It made no <laughs> sense, but it was great. That's it was spontaneous. Fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what advice would you give people who are planning, say, a road trip to the US? Um, I think definitely... Be more organised? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not an organised traveller. I hate forward planning, which is why we didn't. I refuse to sort of book accommodation ahead of the time or anything like that. You never know where you're going to want to stay and where you'll want to stop. But, yeah, book ahead, but pick one very small area. Pick one state if you have a month. And focus from there drive around don't give yourself sort of eight hours driving a day like we did you know give yourself lots of little stops and just really get to know one area the usa is ginormous and it's kind of like giving yourself one week to do the whole of europe plotting like one stop in france then should we just stop in poland the next night or something like that um yeah i suppose we we kind of forget how vast a country it is yeah yeah definitely definitely I don't know how many thousand miles we did in the end but <laughs> so you were only traveling for how long a couple of weeks was it or... uh, three weeks three yeah. weeks <laughs> so you did all them in three weeks yeah wow yeah so if you were to do it the... is still madness so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you were to do the same trip again how how much longer would you spend um, to do it properly <clears throat> or give it okay so you're talking to a girl who spent three months doing a teeny tiny strip of east coast Australia spent four months in Nepal again not really moving very much mm -hmm. spent four months in China did a teeny tiny loop at the end I like to really get to know a place and I have planned out of my favorite places we went to on that trip I've planned four other trips that I want to do from it right um, I would want to have for instance if I went to San Francisco at least a week there I'd want to have at least a week in Yosemite so that's one trip in itself there mm -hmm. and then if I was going sort of uh, back to the Rockies I would want a whole month there just around that small sort of area around Aspen um, yeah, I, I I need years. <laughs> so you must have felt quite frustrated doing things so quickly. Uh, I definitely did at the beginning. And I felt bad for the girls who I was with because they were quite happy just checking things off. Uh, and I also hate sitting still. So 
kenneling me up in a car, I'm like a dog. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm driving, we're going to stop every sort of 15 minutes because I want to have a little run around, just climb up that hill. <laughs> um, I, I need the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've managed. You're not jumped up yet talking <laughs> to us, so we're doing well, obviously. <laughs> um, so, so you're planning to go back then? Definitely. To, to, to do a much more in-depth in look the, at each place in the future there's there's so many states like utah uh colorado that i need to visit need to see um and then you have sort of all of alaska as well and then bring in canada i need, I need to get to canada too so yeah um, the travel bug is i can't think of the word Watching for your veins <laughs> yeah the more places you visit the more you want to see yeah yeah, yeah. so um out of those places is there any that you don't want to go back to again or are least or you're least likely to want to visit they're probably maybe the opposite to what tourists would normally say but that is purely because i'm not a city girl i'll never be a city girl i'm not sort of in London taking pictures in front of St Paul's. I was thinking that as um, there were some people with that huge camera there. I've I've never been that person and so for me I probably wouldn't bother going back to uh, Los Angeles because I loved it but I feel like I've done it. Saw the Hollywood sign, tick that box Um, and I probably wouldn't go back to Las Vegas. I absolutely loved it again. It was so fun and so weird betting literally only dollars on mm-hmm. all of the small machines did you win uh no no but i only lost like 20 dollars so you know that's, all that's in a all win is, in a way yeah. isn't it <laughs> um so yeah there are places that i don't need to go back to but only because i feel like i've already done them justice so. yeah. yeah well sasha thank you very much for giving us a little insight into your North American road trip. (laughs) Happy driving if you drive next time. (laughs) Well, I have to. Need to get my stops in, so. Yeah. (laughs) And that was road tripping around the US uh, or the west coast of the US for sure. Um, So, my thanks to Sasha for giving up her time to come and talk with us. I hope you um, have gained something from that. Um, Maybe you have your own stories and um, you'd like to tell them to us. So if that is the case, then please do get in contact. There are, of course, a number of ways that you can do that. Uh, You can obviously uh, follow us and comment on iTunes and Spotify and uh, other podcasting websites such as Google and Anchor. Um, or you can obviously contact us through one of our websites, um, our blog on the website eisengo.com is called The Guidebook uh, and you're very welcome to um, browse through that um, where you will find some of Sasha's articles uh, and you obviously can comment on there as well. So please do subscribe and um, obviously rate us as well if you can. And, of course, if you are looking to head to the west coast of America, then do visit our website, eisengo.com, 
where you will find a lot of uh, experiences and tours that you can book for your next trip. Um, Until the next time, uh, we wish you happy travels. Thanks for listening.